0: Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we've got Alicia Hal and Erica Mitnick from the Arizona Forge Program. It's an entrepreneurial community combining experiential student and community ventures. We're going to find out about some really cool things they've got coming up the remainder of this year. Today is September 18th, 2022. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A-Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android by downloading our Downtown Radio Tucson app. Then we'll be in your pocket wherever you go. Here on the show, you can email us directly, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That same URL will take you to our past episodes and get you a link if you want to purchase our new book. We are on Facebook and Instagram, and our podcast is available just about anywhere you like to listen to your favorite ones. So please check us out and share our story with the world as we're sharing others with you. Well, programming change, or a note from last week's program, Cheers to Tucson had originally planned their launch party today. It's a pool party. Uh, They have decided, for a few reasons, to move it to October 23rd. So if you want more information on Cheers to Tucson, you can check out last week's episode on our website, or you can go to the Tucson Food Projects website And learn all about the organization. But if you're planning on going out there today, that's all right. We'll uh, we'll see you on the 23rd. We'll have updates for you uh, as we get closer on our Facebook page. In case you have questions on that, and also stay in touch with us on Facebook because this is the event season. You know, we got Tucson Meet Yourself coming up. We're going to have you know the Mission Garden has the Membrio Fest. We've got all these things that are starting to happen in Tucson because the weather is becoming fabulous. So check out our Facebook pages. We're going to share all the things we hear about, and we would love for you to tag us in events that we either need to share or or perhaps feature here on the show. And as a uh, kind of a subtle reminder, Tucson Trolley Tours just launched uh, our fall season, and uh, you can check that out on tucsontrolleytours.com. As you may know, that was a uh, results of this show. Many of the interviews that we do have led to the stories that we share on the tour. It's the same footprint of this show. We cover uh, quite a bit of history, cultural, and economic impacts in that two and a half hours that we have you on the climate-controlled bus that looks like an old-time trolley. But If you uh, want to join us or at least check it out, Tucson tucsontrolleytours.com. Well, I guess today it's going to be a two-parter uh, this week and next week with Uh, The folks Alicia Howell and Erica Mitnick from Arizona Forge, they're helping entrepreneurs launch uh, great ideas in this economy and in this market. So we sat down with them to get a better idea of what the program and the facility is like.
1: I'm Erica Mitnick. I am the Marketing and Communications Manager for FORGE. Um, FORGE stands for Finding Opportunities and Resources to Grow Entrepreneurs. And what we are is an entrepreneurial community that combines experiential student and community venture education alongside startup acceleration.
0: Holy smokes. We're going to dig into all that here in a minute because there's a whole bunch of words there. <laughs> I understood them all, but maybe not in that order. So we'll, we'll dig in and get some, some uh, questions going on with that. And we're also joined with...
2: And I'm Alicia Howell. I am program coordinator of Forge at Roy Place, and we are based in the Roy Place building in downtown Tucson, and we are the flagship location of Forge Communities, which works to um, advance the entrepreneurial ecosystem everywhere where the university has presence.
0: So let's talk about, we've heard this word entrepreneur mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, tell me a little bit about the, the genesis of Forge. Where does, where does that come from?
1: I feel like it really starts with, you know, our director and founder, Brian Ellerman, who saw a real need to have a strong entrepreneurial community and to develop entrepreneurial mindset. And that's something that's valuable to everybody. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to start up a venture today um, or even... But growing those skill sets of recognizing opportunities and being comfortable with risk and being innovative and being flexible and adaptive. There's so many skill sets involved with that that are really valuable wherever you end up. And if you're someone who finds yourself in the position someday where your passion has led you to a place where now you have a business and you're running a business, but your passion didn't necessarily include education about things like how do I form a solid management team? How do, you know, how do I have financial oversight of this? How do I run this like a business? Forge really helps fill in those gaps. We have a program called Venturing 101 that we offer free of charge that offers core
2: modules
0: for folks to really help fill those things in. It was Brian, was he like a faculty member at the University of Arizona? How does that connection come together?
2: Well, Brian was actually a Tucson resident but was uh, kind of doing a lot of work outside Tucson and even outside the United States. and so he was working for these companies based in Paris and would come back and Tucson was where he lived, but wasn't really well connected with the community. So my understanding is he gave a session at TEP one day and several people approached him afterwards and said, "Oh my gosh, it's great to meet you. Are you new to Tucson?" And he's like, "No, I've been here for however." many years it was it was it was quite a lot but I think that was a catalyst for him to make those connections with his community and start contributing to the city where he
0: lived. Okay that makes that I think that that's a good Tucson story someone that's been here for a while doing the work and then all of a sudden gets recognized and they become that overnight success but they've been laying that foundation for for years Years to come, and you mentioned you're, you're the program director.
2: I'm the program coordinator. Coordinator.
0: Mm-hmm. So, tell me what what are some programs that that operate out of out of Forge?
2: Great question. So, um, we my role is a community facing role. So, my job is to uh, run programs that serve members of our community, create a community that a we are all excited and proud to be part of, and a community that is sufficiently. Uh, active so that when students graduate from the university they can look around and if they're maybe making a decision to leave tucson or not things are going on in tucson so they might have a reason to stay i full disclosure i think it's good for young people to have different experiences and to go where the wind takes them and to you know get that you know get that experience when they're young enough to to be able to do that, uh, but you know, people who do want to stay and do resonate with Tucson, we want them to have opportunities to grow and find work and find community and friends and all those things. So that's really what we're trying to do here. Um, the pandemic has really changed uh, the goals of what we're aiming for here. So um, we are taking a step back and looking at what the needs in our community are. Uh, Previously, there was a program called the Advanced Entrepreneur Program that ran under Forge at Roy Place. Um, However, when I assumed my role, I was kind of having conversations with people in the community, and there's lots of organizations who are doing this kind of work and doing it well in our community. Startup Tucson is one. The YWCA is another. There's just so many of these organizations that are providing this kind of opportunity entrepreneurial education to the community and so it's really necessitated like a a coming back to how can FORGE be helpful to the community in a real way and how can we uh, contribute so that we're not just replicating someone else's content and creating more of what already exists. So right now we're working on some really top of the funnel programs for people who might not even see themselves, um, as entrepreneurs or, uh embarking on uh, bringing their idea to life. Maybe they're in a place where they don't feel like they have a lot of opportunities. Maybe they've lost some of the curiosity that a lot of young people have. So a lot of my efforts are going toward creating opportunities to come together, be an active participant in your community, spark curiosity, and from there comes purpose, and from there comes uh, looking around, identifying problems, and thinking up creative solutions to them. And I think that only comes from being an active community member and a participant. I also think that there are opportunities in... um, of re uh, rethinking how people work nowadays because we are uh, arriving in a time people are living a lot longer than they ever used to life expectancy is you know 80 and 90 years old people are living 30 or 40 years longer than they ever used to and so this three-stage life where you go to school for accounting, you get a job in an accounting firm, you hold that job for 40 years and then you retire. That is an outmoded way of working and now we're in a situation where the longer the, the longevity paired with uh, technology and the pace that it's moving are necessitating that your undergraduate education is not going to be everything you need anymore. So as adults, What opportunities can we create to upskill, reskill, retrain, transition to other careers that don't require you to hang up your whole life and head back to the university for a traditional program? So we're working on uh, ways to help adults navigate those kinds of transitions and participate in programs where they're leaning on each other for accountability and support and um, figuring out new things to do and new opportunities to embark upon that are free and low cost
0: that was Alicia Howe she's also joined by Erica Mitnick they are both with Arizona Forge uh, a program helping entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial minded individuals in our community we'll be back to the second half of this interview in just a moment first of all I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on downtown radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org
3: This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to LifeAlongTheStreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal Housing Opportunity. We are back with
0: Alicia Howe and Erica Mitnick from the Arizona Forge program. As a reminder, this is going to be a two-week episode. So we're going to cover the second half of our part one of our interview today. And then you can tune in next Sunday to get the completion of this. There's just so much information uh, as we started talking. Could not figure out how to edit it down into one segment. So we're doing two. It's interesting because you, you talk about this being a way to potentially retain U of A graduates and then you were very clear because I think your background is, is one that would support this idea of moving around and finding your niche, but, uh, or is it niche, is it niche or niche? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Um, <laughs> we but, know
2: what you mean. <laughs> but, you, but
0: your your thought process here being the top of the funnel, it's very interesting because you're you're actually giving people an idea before they have that idea. So they might be graduating. They might get this experience, travel the world, and realize, hey, Tucson is the place where I want to start my my, my my business. This is where my vision comes together, and then resources are there. So it's not necessarily keeping graduates all the time, but it's also showing them a way back should they find this is the best place for them to operate. So it's. It's a little different, I think, mentality than than what people might expect.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Erica, you know, was saying that um, you know people might not always see themselves as starting a business, and I think that's true. I think risk aversion is a really hard nut to crack, and if, especially if you grew up in an environment where you just don't take those kinds of risks. Having entrepreneurial skills is still a valuable thing to do because it, it means a lot of things. It's grit and resilience and resourcefulness and all these things that are valuable to employers. They're valuable in your personal life. They're valuable if you hold community roles. Um, just really, really useful skills, not only for um, you know, economic development, but also personal and professional development, too. Yeah, what did you say. And it can I think it can be really hard, especially if you're,
1: you know, in a community where you haven't seen that, mm-hmm. um, where you might not know what that looks like. And I have seen a lot of those folks who feel like they have to go off somewhere else. They love it in Tucson, but they feel like they have to go, you know, to San Francisco or to New York or to wherever that sort of big market is to see what does it look like to be part of one of these communities because they haven't really seen that model. But they realize Tucson's the place they want to be and come back here. and. The venturing 101 that we offer, you know, has modules that specifically address things like, you know, failure and resilience. You know, how do you deal with that part of the process, or how do you even get started? You know, how do you develop your customers? All of these things. Um, and we can help people sort of figure out what that roadmap is. We're we're tied into this vast array of resources and we really want to help people map that out. And we're, you know, happy and willing to say that, you know, for whatever your next step is, if we're not the spot, we want to help you find where it is. You know, we're tied in with the university system so that we're aware where a lot of the resources are. We wanna be the folks that help guide people there and you know one way I would encourage people to come and explore what we're doing is our Thursdays at Forge series Um, So every Thursday, we open up our building at 8.30 a.m. We encourage people to come down here, have coffee with us, network, chat. We have a program that we start at 9, and those programs vary each week. Um, There's the Forge Fireside series that we do that are interviews with, you know, business leaders and success stories. There's um, a Campus Spotlight program we do where we bring people from the U of A downtown, because um, we really want to mix those communities together to show off you know some interesting things that are happening in the university. There's the Curiosity Club, where we bring folks from the community to talk about interesting ideas. Um,
2: Alicia likes to call it Tucson's Grown-Up Show and Tell, which
1: I love that. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: where you don't have to know what you want to be when you grow up. That's awesome. And that idea is around, there's people in our community doing awesome things and they've arrived where they are via a very circuitous route. So especially when we're talking to people from campus, where young people are expected to have your entire trajectory planned out by the time you graduate from high school, and I think that's totally ridiculous and unreasonable. But, you know, so you can talk to someone who... Like Peggy Johnson, who came to our last and well, our first ever Curiosity Club, which was last month, um, who began her career in political journalism and now she is executive director of the Loft Cinema. And she arrived in her position, loves what she does, but that was never part of the plan. And so I think it's helpful to hear these stories from people who kind of have like just ended up somewhere, but that's okay. So the tagline for that is kind of, not all those who wander are lost.
0: But mm-hmm. well, in, in this day and age, I think when you're graduating, I don't know what the statistic is, but I remember there was, there was a large proportion of graduates that were gonna end up in a, a field that didn't exist when they graduated. And, oh
2: yes, and it will continue to be that, you know, everybody's freaked out about technology and AI, and it, it is advancing rapidly and I think probably more people should be a little worried about that. But the worry is that robots are going to take over our jobs. And that's just not true. Humans will always find something to do and a way to be useful. But human usefulness is uh, increasingly going to be dependent on high-level cognitive functioning and flexibility and socio-behavioral stuff that we have to deal with in the workplace. And so... um, yeah, I
0: think that... The <laughs> well, you're preparing people to think and to act and to do things, maybe not task oriented, but the challenging part, the critical thinking, that's, that's a component that you don't necessarily get when you're learning how to be an accountant. You're teaching them what that accounting degree might, you know, other fields that that could apply to or how that logic would, would fit in as, as far as an entrepreneur. I think that's fantastic you're, you're sharing that.
1: And we really, we want to reach people, again, who, you know, might be interested, but might, you know, the idea of sitting down and going through a lot of business books, per se, you know, or or very structured curriculum isn't necessarily something that's going to appeal to them, but these are still skills that we want to get in front of them. Um, a really interesting program that we're doing this month is we're actually holding a gaming tournament with uh, an organization called the Singleton Foundation for Financial Literacy, and they've actually built a video game called called Venture Valley that teaches folks about the basics of running business within a video game where you launch a business and you have to, you know, it, it stops and you have to take a look at sort of, you know, what are your cost of goods? What are you paying for labor? You know, what are your competitors doing? All in this really fun, interactive way. And so they're actually sponsoring a gaming tournament that we're going to be holding here downtown on September 30th. And they're going to be awarding $5,000 in prize money to students who compete in that Mm -hmm. so we're really excited to see folks engage Mm -hmm. with that and at the same time here at the building um forge at roy place we're going to have a venture expo where you know folks can come in and and watch folks play the game but they can also come tour the venture expo and see what sorts of business ideas do students have what sort of ventures are they building and it's a really great opportunity for those students and anybody who's participating to kind of ask the audience like what do you think of this thing that i'm trying to make
0: and what's the date on that
1: that is friday september 30th and that's happening from 2 p.m to 9 p.m
0: well i'm gonna leave it there for this week uh as we end up with uh alicia howe and erica mitnick from arizona forge um their venture valley coming up here on the thirtieth. Details uh, on their website. We'll also link to it on our Facebook page. And then remember, next week we're going to do the second half of that interview, which gets more into some of the details of their mentorship program. So we talked a lot about programs and facility. Next week we'll get into the that sharing of knowledge through their mentor program. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar in Downtown Radio, ninety-nine point one FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.
3: This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number three zero eight seven. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity.
0: Well, episode 218, Arizona Forge is in the books. Don't forget to tune in next week for the second half. We have Alicia and Erica back to talk more about uh, the amazing things happening in downtown Tucson at uh, Arizona Forge at Roy Place. As always, if there's something for us to cover or you would like us to share, let us know. This story came to us via a listener who wanted us to, to learn more, and it turned into two episodes. So you never know where it's, it's going to go. Uh, so please do reach out. Tag us and things on Facebook and Instagram. It's a great way to do it. I mentioned at the top of the hour, the top of the show, that uh, we have Tucson Trolley Tours kicking off. That's uh, another venture of mine based upon this show. And uh, next week on the 24th, if you are interested on going, we're going to take a couple of our fans, if you you, uh, would like to DM me on our Life Along the Streetcar Facebook page, let me know that you would be interested in a couple of tickets. We'll pick a couple of winners, and you can join us for a free tour on september 24th all the details about our tours and, and everything else is on our, our website lifealongthestreetcar.org and tucson trolleytours.com well what do we got going on well next week we know what's coming up and then we're going to talk about some events here as we roll into the fall and we're always looking for your suggestions but don't forget about the other days of the week here on the radio station, because we got some fantastic programming Monday through Saturday rock and roll mix. And uh, recently got a a dog. We do a lot of walks, and I will tell you, I'm I'm learning so much about music. Uh, we've talked about the Arizona Four One One, and um, you know our our roadside show on on Monday nights with uh, Jim and Dave, just fantastic. And um, Man, Brother Mock, he puts out the, the Arizona, the the uh, the club crawl, and you want to know what's playing in Tucson, what music is out there coming up this week. You listen to his show, you can hear samples of all the music from those artists, and then he tells you where they're playing. Good heavens, that's a lot of work to put in each and every week. So we appreciate that. And, of course, I'm always partial to our Sunday lineup, starting off with Mr. Nature and Little Leaf Radio every Sunday morning at 7. That rolls into... DJ Bank, the musical bum, self-described musical bum, because this man is a musical genius in my mind, with the art of easing, and that show makes it tough for me to want to do anything afterwards, and I think most of my listeners probably are just folks that couldn't get off the couch, because they're easing with DJ Bank. Uh, After us, coming up at the uh, bottom of the hour, we have Ted Prozelski, Words and Work, And then right back at noon is Ty Logan and Heavy Mental. Fantastic lineup on Sundays. Check out the website, downtownradio.org, for our full lineup. And then, you know why you're there? Hit that donate button. We are in our seventh anniversary week this week. We're just wrapping that up. Uh, Been on the air for seven years, and it it happens because of support from you. So please head over to downtownradio.org and give us a a little bit of donation to, to keep us going for the next seven years. And uh, we're going to leave you with music today. As uh, those entrepreneurs do, they start us up. So here's a 2004 version of Start Me Up from uh, Toots and the Maytals. Hope you have a great week. And tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.